from the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Many events yes. happening in New York City. It's uh, a, a true crime wave. Turning into a real shit show. <laughs> Here, check this Would one out. Say Can so, I really? just start this one off? Oh, yeah, go right ahead. Okay, well, here's this woman, Rebecca Cavanaugh, who's some kind of criminal defense attorney. And here she's saying, this is J Street Metro Tech subway stop, downtown Brooklyn, Sunday, 2.30 a.m. Police officers punching black teenagers in the face, Mm -hmm. wrestling them to the ground, pinning them down and handcuffing them because our subways have become a police state. Oh, right. It's just like two minutes of this. Right, right. Uh, the, The two phrases... That you, that you start to be able to pick out a lot is I know my rights and he didn't even do nothing. I mean, the cop does like really just like roll in there and punch this one guy in the face. But I, it looks like the guy deserved it, honestly. But he had to run in and do that because like uh, it's you can't hit him with weapons or like a, a taser or some shit like that. It's like it's funny how like any attack a cop makes is just seen as the most violent, horrible thing ever. But like that is their function sometimes. Well, I don't know if you this thing in Brownsville that happened on Friday that where a police shot this guy. I mean, this was just like a complete nexus of all the policy failures of the de Blasio administration. Oh, please don't. Go ahead. Five people arrested after the 2.20 a.m. brawl at J Street Metro Tech Station. A police said broke out after cops responded to reports of a fight between two groups on J Street that later spilled into the transit station. And the video uh, starts officers trying to handcuff one guy. A handful of individuals appear. They try to pull the cops away. What? You know, that's a problem. You Our see, that, subways that have is become an, a police state. That, uh, moments after a different, moments later, a different officer is, is uh, seen swinging away at another brawler as several people are seen shooting, uh, you know, video. Uh, among those arrested in the aftermath, a 15-year-old uh, young man accused of slugging an officer, charged with assault uh, and some other stuff. And also arrested a 16-year-old girl who was hit with a uh, reckless endangerment charge. So, yeah, uh, apparently that's how the whole thing got started. Police state. Yeah, I mean, Jesus. You can't uh, you can't just go down there arresting people for fighting. What no. kind of What kind of a, of a city would this be? Play fighting. Oh, is that what they're doing? Play fighting? Well, that's what they always say they were doing. Uh, they're just teens. Is the kids. Yeah. Children. Yeah, why are you arresting our kids? <laughs> Um, can I back up to this Brownsville story? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so in Brownsville, this, yeah. Friday afternoon, uh, this guy wanders into a nail salon and starts peeing on the floor. So the uh, proprietors of the store wave down these cops who are coming by, and they come in, and they're arresting him. While they're arresting him, this guy who'd been outside the store selling T-shirts came in, picked up a chair, and smashed one of the cops in the head. Uh, then both the cops tried like tasing him. It didn't work. And he was still attacking the guy. So he pulled his gun and like sh- shot him six times and killed him. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this guy, it turns out. 33 year old Quasi Ashun. Quasi Ashun. Quasi Ashun. He is a paranoid schizophrenic. Uh, he has a long history of attacking cops. Also bipolar, by the way. Yes, bipolar, schizophrenic. And in the last few days, his family had called the, the city health department and begged for him to for them to help uh, deal with their cousin, their their brother, cousin, whatever, mm-hmm. because he was spiraling down. 
they knew he was going crazy. Recently, uh, this was called this call. Yes, uh-huh. like the last two weeks, um, the city sent out a mobile crisis unit who met him and after a couple of minutes determined that he was not a threat and said, if he gets violent, call 911. Now, this is exactly what de Blasio and Thrive NYC mm-hmm. and the whole mental health network in, in 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 New York, which spends billions of dollars, is supposed to avoid doing, like calling 911. They're supposed to get out in front of these things. Now, mm-hmm. there is a legal mechanism to deal with people who are endangering themselves or others who mm-hmm. are mentally ill. It's called Kendra's Law, Kendra's Assisted Law. Outpatient Therapy Treatment, mm-hmm. where you can bring someone like that before a judge who will mandate treatment, that they have to stay in treatment if they want to stay out of jail or a mental hospital. Families find themselves struggling, going crazy trying to deal with these these relatives. And the city resists putting people under Kendra's law. De Blasio has decreased the number of people under it. All right, so it's the whole thing is just an utter shit show. May, may I ask you, why is that, do you think? Because civil libertarians resist it. They don't like, for one thing, they don't like the idea, for, because you, for one thing, you have to have a place for the people to go. They don't want to put them in, they can't really put them in jail effectively. Mm-hmm. You know, basically for the last 40 or 50 years, there's been this move against institutionalizing people. And without cause, right? I mean, yes, but even with cause, because... Because they can't get out. It's And it's seen as inhumane and a civil rights violation. I'm sure in some cases it was. It, yes, certainly. But for a long time, look... Early in the century, early in the twentieth century, they set up asylums. These were massive institutions that would house like five thousand people, because it, that was the humane response to how we tra- treated right. uh, the mentally ill. Exactly. Because before that, yeah. they were just like wandering around, or you know, put in workhouses or whatever, committing crimes. Yeah. So. So they, okay. Better that that all the maniacs run free than one sane man be institutionalized, right? Sure. And In there weren't minds. very many. It's not like there were very many sane people being institutionalized. And these institutions were largely, you know, pretty successful. Um, they were humane. They were like, in fact, they were seen as civic, like wonders. Like mm. wow. Like they would build them. They were. They would make them beautiful. They would have postcards of them because it was like look at our community we have a great high school and we have this um mental hospital for people who can't take care of themselves with the advent of thorazine and others like psychotropic drugs became seen as not so necessary to have you know institutions you could treat people in the community better you know which may work but you know, the, the old lobotomy didn't uh, give institutions a very good name either. No, I guess. that's true. They didn't. But um, and you know what? Community based treatments can work if people stay uh, compliant with their 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 their, their medicine. Kendra's law of- sounds like a very, very good idea. It is a good idea. And it, it's been proven to reduce uh, violence and arrest and all these different measures. It's, it's, Which a, you would pro- think- it's a proven um technique and ultimately you would think that would be the more important thing for de blasio his approach has been to kind of like kneecap the cops and their ability to to make arrests it's 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 the he's dealing with it on in in sort of a backward way yeah plus 
his whole focus, uh, he's made his wife the, you know, basically the, the mental health czar of New York City. <laughs> and she has this program, Thrive NYC, which is a huge boondoggle. And may I tell you uh, why I believe he did give uh, make her the mental health czar of New York City? It's why? because he does not care at all about the mental health of New York City. I think that's probably true. Um, her approach is mental health, right? The problem isn't like mental health, like which means you kind of tuning up if you're depressed or have anxiety, sort of the kind of things that 90% of us deal with. And maybe 10 or 15% of us have like serious issues with, but we're still not going to go bonkers, right? There's a t smaller percentage, maybe 4% of the population that has serious mental illness. And they don't vote, I guess. And they don't vote. And these are people, you know, that's who we really need to be focusing the resources on. But the problem is it's a stubborn population. It's very hard to, to cure. It's almost as if they're insane. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, this case. But then let me just tell you, as a coda to this whole story, mm -hmm. the guy who set off the whole thing who was peeing in the nail salon. Quasi Ashun. No, Quasi Ashun was not peeing in the nail salon. Quasi Ashun was the guy who wandered in and interfered with the arrest of the guy who was peeing. I see. Okay. The guy who was peeing, what's his name? Dwayne something. Well, let me let me read the, the news story quickly here. It started as a minor arrest in Brooklyn Nail Salon. Uh, it, it Actually, a cop ended up fighting for his life from head injuries after uh, shooting dead a berserk mentally ill T-shirt vendor who struck him in the face with a chair. So the officer is a 21-year veteran of the force. He's in a medically induced coma. The mayhem began at 5.40 p.m. A panhandler walked into the gold mine nail salon in Brownsville and, and started urinating in the shop. The cop, the NYPD a veteran and his rookie partner, happened to be passing by in a patrol van. They were waved into the store by the disgusted owner, uh, uh, workers rather. And now the two cops arrested the alleged urinator who had an open warrant for criminal mischief and a t-shirt peddler from outside came in and confronted the officers. The peddler, uh, he's, that's Queasy Ashun, 33, Brooklyn. This is all in violent Brooklyn. Suffered from schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, and uh, he'd been arrested already for slashing a cop in the face in 2004 in Flatbush. Uh, Friday night, and he grabbed a chair during a struggle, swung and hit the head of the uh, guy in the, the veteran cop in the head, and uh, the rookie officer zapped him with a taser in the melee. Didn't slow his attack. The veteran cop managed to pull his service weapon despite his own serious injuries, firing at Ashun six times, hitting him at least once in the head. Medics uh, rushed the other guy to the hospital. Now, uh, Ashun was declared dead. And in the other uh, attack in 2004, he had a kitchen knife, a folding knife in his possession, had to be subdued with pepper spray to be arrested. And in 2008, additional contact with the police uh, because of, he was emotionally disturbed. His family members and other supporters rushed to the scene. A young man uh, wearing an ID for Thrive NYC around his neck was also at the scene. Well, at least they're showing. That's the, the the tangible result now, I guess, yeah, yeah, is yeah. that somebody like that will show up holding a briefcase and standing with the family members. Okay, great. So he's there to big. I basically encourage people not to sue. <laughs> I guess, but here's the best part, which isn't in that story is that the guy who walked in, the panhandler who was peeing on the floor, mm -hmm. he was arrested. You know, he has outstanding warrants. Mm -hmm. He wasn't peeing outside the store. He was peeing in the store. Yeah, he was peeing inside the store, yeah. 
the prosecutor, the King's prosecutor, Kings County prosecutor, Eric Gonzalez, dropped all charges and released him. The urinator? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So in Brooklyn now, you can just walk into a place of business, pee on the floor, just be a complete asshole. Yeah. Resist arrest, which I think he was also doing. Uh, have outstanding warrants. Cause somebody to be shot. Cause basically. an officer to be sent to the hospital. And um, and walk free. There's no... There's no... Um, no consequences at all. There's no consequences. No fine. No fine. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I just think that between the fuck up on the, me- on the mental illness side and then the fuck up on the right. criminal justice side, it's, it's like, what the story. hell is going on in this city? Yeah. yeah I'm this- sorry. What the hell is going on? I'll tell you what's going on. That. <laughs> that. That's what's going on is that thing that happened at the end, the coda. You know, it's like full circle. Let's go do it again. You know, nothing happened to you. There's like, no consequences. Can I go to um, the Kings County Courthouse or the district attorney's office and pee on the floor why not why not no i mean i see it's uh, it's the double standard aspect of it doesn't really bother me that much i have no (laughs) desire to urinate in a nail salon but it does bother me that these people are everywhere doing whatever they want not being how do the people in the nail salon feel i mean can you imagine running a nail salon in brownsville like it's probably not like the most I mean, it's probably Roy. It's probably not super remunerative. It's probably like difficult. You have to deal with like, in addition to the all whatever problems you have running a business, you have to deal with like people coming in peeing on the floor, and then the police or the the the, the district attorney's like, yeah, that's okay. He can pee on the floor. Right. Yeah. No. He's. So uh, what happens when he goes back in there and does it again? <laughs> I mean, it's just totally crazy. No. When he does that, I you will mean, tell yeah. you. Now I'm not. I, I don't want to be one of these alarmists. Oh, no. Even though I have been. But no, I don't want to say like, oh, de Blasio, you're you're going to destroy the city, blah, blah, blah. Look, the city is getting uglier. Uh, yeah. Everyone I talk to agrees with this. Ride the subways. There is a sense of menace that is re-emerging. It's like kind of, you know what? The element is coming out from under its rock mm-hmm. and sniffing the air. It's flexing its, mu- the, the criminal element is flexing its muscles. Here's the way deviancy works, Pat, mm-hmm. is deviants constantly check limits. They're constantly surveying their surroundings and seeing what, it's like a kind of form of counter surveillance. How far can I go? Mm-hmm. Where where are the limits today? Mm-hmm. Can I can I just lean against this lamp post all day? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I can. Can I sit on the sidewalk? Oh, seems like I can. Can I um, uh, masturbate on the corner? Well, apparently I can. And then it pushes and pushes and pushes. Can I jump the turnstile in front of a cop? Oh, looks like I can. Can I drink beer on the subway? This is the way it works. And they think that the liberals and the criminal defense people and people like Rebecca Kavanaugh. Mm -hmm. Here's my new my new perspective on this, Pat. Okay. for for um, de Blasio, Gonzalez, the criminal defense people. You know what their motto is? Mm. The worse, the better. It is. The worse it gets the better it is because their goal is revolution and they see the existing order mm-hmm. as insufferable. Right. The existing order equals racist violence. Mm-hmm. So from their perspective, 
The worse, the better. The worse, the better. Okay, let's stress the system. Let's 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 stress the system to the point where everyone it, where it falls apart, and then we have to rebuild it in a just what they consider a just fashion, which would be like equitability, uh, no prisons, no jails. They think no one should be in jail. They have this new thing. I don't know if anybody else has noticed it. They keep calling jails cages. They're like, mm. you are building cages for humans who haven't even done anything yet. You're <laughs> anticipating that some human being is going to do something. You want to put you just want to cage individuals that the whole point of jails is not to jail people who have done something wrong, but to create an excuse to 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 cage people. So they keep using this word cages. Mm-hmm. As though a normal person is horrified at the idea of putting another human being in a cage. But in reality, uh-huh. a normal person is horrified at the idea of a violent criminal not in a cage. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah okay. Cages. Okay. You want to call it a cage? You don't want to call it a jail cell? I don't care. Right. Yeah. Put Whatever. him in a fucking cage. Yeah. I'm sorry. Some guy who walks into a store and just pees on the floor for no fucking reason. Let him pee in his cage. He's an asshole. Yeah, put him in a cage. Yeah, I'm not saying keep him there forever. Boy, that's that's he's acting like an animal, so treat him like an animal. Whatever. Tough shit. Yeah. I mean, how many times? No, laws but, are laws. At some point. Do you know what percentage of people in Rikers have been there before? A hundred. <laughs> Three quarters. <laughs> I would think, at least, yeah. And and there's so much more, you know, because there's recently now a, a new idea in law enforcement, and I'm sure you're aware of this, that uh, they what they want to do is send a couple of mental health workers with them on 911 calls in a couple of uh, districts, a couple of uh, precincts, rather. And this is de Blasio's um, solution solution to this issue that we've been talking about, right. dealing with people that are mentally ill and who have uh, and, and when they call 911. So he's dealing with it after the 911 call has been made, which is the exact issue. You know, it's like this hamstrings the police. This gives them like, you know, an, another Some, th- somebody else to worry about. Exactly. You know, exactly. Another layer of bureaucracy and supervision, you know, by people who don't know what the fuck they're doing or, you know, like it takes a lot of experience to be a good policeman. It, it takes a lot of uh, training and, and all this stuff. It, there's a lot going on, you know, frankly, a lot of intuition, impulse and, and whatever that you're born with, you know, that I'm makes Seth you Baron good at that job. I approve this message. So like all that's happening and you uh, and, and, and then you send these couple of people that are basically CCRB, you know, rejects who are supposedly going to get some limited training in mental health. And they're right. going to be what What exactly will they be doing? Trying to talk this yeah, guy I down? What, what will they be doing? Yeah. I mean, they've done these kinds of experiments in other places. It, it, it's, it's not shown to work. Really, I guess. I mean, one person I work with says that the, only, the really what they should do is if you really want to do something like this, you have to have a special core of cops who are deeply trained in how to deal with mentally ill people and de-escalate the situation. Same way you have a special cops who know how to do hostage negotiation. Yeah. And you send them to these calls. But the fact of the matter is the city gets something like a thousand emotionally disturbed person calls every day. Okay. And and, They're and not that's a lot. Have, yeah, that's a lot. They're yeah. not going to have... They're not going to be able to send a mental health crisis worker on each of these calls. And in this case in Brownsville, it wouldn't have made any goddamn difference because it wasn't an EDP call. Right. 
The yeah. guy just wandered in out of nowhere and uh-huh. smashed. And here's the best part. Got to get someone a little closer to the root. You got to see how many people on Twitter are going on about that's this the same woman Rebecca Cavanaugh called him and said he was an unarmed man. It's like, well, yeah, okay, unarmed, except he's got a chair and he's smashing some guy in the face. And let's not forget... How did an unarmed man put a, a, a cop in a, in a coma? Yeah, the cop's in a, in a coma now. Mm-hmm. So... How, how did an unarmed man do that? Oh, he's unarmed. Why would they shoot a guy? Jesus, the, the, the media is a big problem. They foster this shit and they and they they encourage it. They they set a, they set a tone that's unforgivable. Pat, it makes me mad. I know, I can tell. Now every precinct will get two co-response teams, uh, each precinct. Now these precincts that are getting this are one is in the Bronx, uh, the northern part of the Bronx, and uh, the other one is in Manhattan's East Harlem. Uh, so it's the twenty fifth precinct and the forty seventh. And they will each get two co-response teams composed of a pair of cops and a counselor. And the teams, when up and running, will uh, that, that'll end the current policy of only sending cops or paramedics to respond to 911 calls about deranged individuals. Uh, the, the response from the, from the police is very, very uh, straightforward on this. Law enforcement sources also said the pairing cops with counselors was a recipe for disaster. With one warning, uh, some innocent person's going to die real soon with this program <laughs> yeah that's pretty straightforward right uh, do you know why uh this this happened just now is jumani williams the new public yes. advocate and i gotta say i didn't read this report but in summary it actually i actually agree with him here's what he said the plan moves follow the recent release of a scathing report by public advocate jumani williams that blamed de blasio's inaction on the city's mental health crisis uh, for the fatal police shootings of at least 15 unhinged people in the past three years. So he's at least blaming it on de Blasio yeah. and not the cops. Listen, at this at point, least. I'm going to uh, make a bold statement here and call for de Blasio's resignation. <laughs> <laughs> why, Listen, why not? Can I tell you an incident that happened to me last week? You certainly can. Really? Yes. You don't mind? I, I, there's one more thing about this to, to get out of the way with Go these ahead. counselors. And, and uh, they, uh, they're also, um, the NYPD is weighing whether or not to end the term EDP, emotionally disturbed person. Yeah, uh, like it, that's going to change anything. That's, well, like that's the problem. See, this is what they keep saying. We have to end the stigma. Mm-hmm. The stigma. The stigma. Now, it's true. Maybe there is a little stigma. Say if you're from like a West Indian family and, you know, everybody's supposed to work really hard or some mm-hmm. immigrant family and, you know, oh, I feel depressed. And it's, and the, 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 but the ethic in the family is don't worry about being depressed. Get out there and do your work. Sure. Okay, fine. Maybe there's stigma that, stigma there. The immigrants bring in their no, stigmas. No, no. But like <laughs> when we're talking about people who are shitting in their pants... <laughs> eating garbage why are we stigmatizing this behavior <laughs> they don't care they don't feel stigmatized they feel like they're 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 living their best life <laughs> they don't feel stigmatized we can call them emotionally disturbed it's fine yeah it's fine that's not the problem right Stigma's maybe 10th on their list of problems yeah 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 okay good point okay all now right. tell me what happened last all right week. so last week the wife and i go out to crown heights for the jewish holiday so we're coming back it's about it's not that late. It's maybe 10 o'clock. We're on the train. Okay, first there's this guy wandering through the train. He like enters the car and he's like, help me. He's like howling, help me. All right, oh fine, whatever. You see, <laughs> shut up. So you see this kind of thing a lot, you know, just like, but look, the poor you have with you always, right? You know, that's not like a big deal. You know, you, we're used to this. 
then this guy, this other guy comes onto the train. He's this like kind of lanky black guy. And he comes in and he says to the first person he sees, he's like, oh, you're a nice looking man. Oh, look at you. You're a nice looking man. It's got this weird kind of like hmm. um, creepy, sort of vile, vicious, but sort of leering vibe. And he's like, and then he's going down and he's looking at everybody's like saying what they are. He's like, Latino, 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 Chinese. Oh, and then like there's this guy sitting next to my wife. He's like, you. What are you? You Latino? He's like, what's your name? The guy's like, Cheech. He seemed a little high or something, this kid. And he's like, oh, is that your girlfriend? And he's pointing at my wife. The guy's like, no, no. So then the guy gets down on my wife's face. She's like reading something. Oh, my and God. And he's like, he's like, are you a Caucasian lady? Are you Caucasian? And he's like, kind of. So I say, get the fuck out of here. And instantly he snaps from his kind of like leering joshing vibe mm-hmm. to just like this savage vicious he's like what the fuck did you just say to me what the fuck did you say i said leave her alone get out of here and he's like you don't know who the fuck i am fuck you man blah 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 then mm. he's like blah you know he's got like three teeth oh boy then he like kind of you know he's blah blah blustering and then he goes and t- gets up to against this guy who's standing next to the door he's just like you're a nice looking man you look nice just this weird like hostile and the whole thing was like mm. he was acting like he was working the room like going down the line like but there's this this is what i mean this 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 like horribly hostile like this is like a guy who just discovered passive aggression yeah it's the best thing ever <laughs> <laughs> and well, the, and what thinks, have we here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he acts like he owns the space and everyone's just got to kind of put up with his bullshit. Yeah, he's acting like a southern sheriff who just pulled the subway over. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it was so fucking annoying. Um wow. And so this is like what this is the element that we're talking about. That's yeah. kind of, like what I mean, like sort of flexing its muscles, sniffing the air. Seeing what it can get away with. You think there's not a hostility there. My God, there's totally a hostility there. Not just in that, but in in subtle things that like having a dog, a big, vicious dog with you and you're homeless. You haven't got a home for the dog. That's animal cruelty. I I wonder about this a lot. Yeah. How are they doing this? Why do they let people have a dog on the street? You get you need a job and a fucking roof over your head before you can start getting fucking. And besides, yeah, that's that's a dog that's like constantly outdoors. You know what I mean? You know, what's funny in Los Angeles and San Francisco, where they're even crazier than they are here. Uh They had there's this movement to be like, well, look, we've got to meet. We've got to meet the homeless where they are. We've got to do more. So. So look, if there's a bar- if there's a barrier to getting people help and that barrier is that pets that we then we have to have homeless shelters where you can bring your pet. If the barrier <sighs> is that they want to do drugs, well, I guess we've got to let them do drugs in the homeless shelter because we need to get them shelter. We need to get them help. Right. And, so and this is the um based this is the mindset. And, and and based on that, I mean, I, I, I do defy anybody <sighs> to tell me that they are not rooting for all these problems to persist, continue, the become worse, greater, the better, the worse, the better. That's something you got to wake up to. I'm talking about everybody in the United States of America. Thank you for being here, Seth Barron. You're welcome, Pat. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. <laughs> <laughs>